0: Thank you for subscribing to the Parkway Fellowship podcast. Parkway Fellowship, commonly referred to as The Park, is a purpose-driven church in Katy, Texas, recognized for its innovation and rapid growth. Designed for the person who might not be used to attending church, The Park, one of the only purpose-driven churches in the area, has quickly become one of the most popular West Houston churches for people new to their faith, to church, or to living in the Katy area. It is our prayer that God changes your life through this message from Senior Pastor Mike McGowan.
1: Morning. My name is Mike McGowan. I'm the pastor here at Parkway Fellowship. I'm really glad that you're here today um, as we talk, continue in this series about the people that God loves. You know, because look, the truth is God loves everybody, right? But there are groups of people that God has a special heart for. The poor. Widows. Single moms, orphans, prisoners, children. And so while God loves everybody, these people hold a special place in his heart. And during this series, we're actually, each week we are doing something as a church to help each of these groups of people. And each week we have like a big project that everybody can get involved in. And then for those that um, that have that God really touches your heart about that particular people group or uh, group of folks... And then we have other things that you can do to get involved in to go deeper and help them in an even more meaningful way. It's so all like last week, we talked about widows and single moms. And the big project that we did was, is that we collected um, diapers and uh, hygiene products and baby bottles and baby food and that kind of thing to help uh, the single moms at the Star of Hope Mission in downtown Houston. Well, and once again... Parkway Fellowship came up big. I mean, you guys came up big. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was amazing. When the Star of Hope truck finally showed up, and it was a huge truck, by the way, um, go back to that first picture because that was like unbelievable. When the Star of Hope truck showed up and they looked at all the stuff that we had collected in less than 24 hours, I mean, their response was, All of this? And we're like, yeah, all of it. Anyway, by the time they finished loading it on the truck and piling all the truck, I mean, that truck was more than halfway filled to complete capacity with all the stuff that we gave to the Star Hope mission. It was awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. And more than that, I also wanted, for, we also had a ton of people this week um, sign up to. Um, do light construction and repair projects for the widows and single moms that are actually a part of our church. And so for those of you that signed up to do that, let me just say thank you on behalf of those widows and single moms because God is using you to really change their standard of living and make a real difference in their lives. So huge thanks to you for being willing to do that. So it was awesome. I mean, it's a great week, great week. Okay, so this week, so this week, we want to turn our hearts... To talking about orphans now the problem for me in talking about orphans is that I don't know any I, I mean I don't know it. I mean we have orphans here in America I just don't have any contact with them I don't have any exposure to them and so it's very difficult for me to show love and to uh, help these kids in a really compa- compassionate and meaningful way if I don't even know them and the truth is, that's everyone's problem in this room this morning. I mean, we just don't have any contact with any orphans. I mean, look, we're compassionate. I mean, we would help them. We would do what it takes. But we just don't know any. We don't see them at all in our society. Because they're not part of the mainstream of our society. And so, for us, at that point, the danger is, is that orphans remain just a silhouette. They just remain this faceless group that's out there in the world. But God doesn't want that, I and mean, He wants us to help them. See, because our danger is, is that we're like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I should do something to help orphans. I mean, they're kids. So, yeah, so I'll, you know, I'll do a little something. I'll help them out. And so we do a little something or we give a little something to kind of, you know, stem off the guilt. But the truth is, we don't really engage with them. We don't have any contact with them. We don't really know their situation and what their needs are. We don't know how they became orphans. We don't know what their plight really is. We don't know how they're feeling. We don't know the struggles they face. And we don't really know how to show them God's love in the most meaningful way for them. Because we just simply don't have any contact with them. And so a big part of today is helping us us to put a face on orphans. It's helping us have a way that we can have contact with them to make it real for us. Now they didn't have this kind of problem in Bible times. In Bible times orphans were a part of their society. I mean they were often out in the marketplace uh, on the street. In fact a lot of times in the marketplace these kids would have to steal in order to eat or to have something to wear. And so everybody knew about orphans in Bible times because they were there. They were just a part of Their society. And look, and like we talked about widows last week in the Bible, if widows didn't have any rights or any influence or any voice in such an enormously patriarchal society, then orphans had it worse. Because not only did they not have a voice or any rights or any influence or any way to speak up in that society, they also didn't have the strength to protect themselves. Or to provide for themselves, and so as you might expect, there were people who took advantage of them, who abused them, who hurt them, and who exploited them. So God has a very tender place in his heart for orphans. And a lot of times in the Bible, when you read about widows, you also read about orphans, because their similar was very I mean, their situation was very, very similar. Except orphans just had it worse. So a lot of verses in the Bible talk about both. And so I want us to read some of those verses this morning. Go ahead and uh, pull out your message notes. I want you to check this out. In James chapter 1 verse 27 the Bible says this. says, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this. To look after orphans and widows in their distress. Deuteronomy 10.18. The Lord defends the rights of orphans and widows. He cares for foreigners and gives them food and clothing. Deuteronomy 27, 19. Cursed is he who violates the rights of the alien, the orphan, or the widow. And all the people shall answer, Amen. Wow. She didn't know that verse in the Bible. Isaiah 117. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Punish those who hurt others. Help the orphans. Stand up for the rights of widows. Look, and there are tons more passages just like these. Look, bottom line, God loves orphans. They hold a special place in his heart. And he wants them to hold a special place in our heart as well. So what can we do? What can we do? And how can we show love to orphans? Well, here's the first thing. Here's your first film in the morning. That's this. Pray about adopting or becoming a foster parent. Pray about adopting or becoming a foster parent. Look, what is the greatest need of an orphan? Parents. Their greatest need is parents. And yes, they need food. They need clothing. They need medical care. They need shelter. They need all those things. But more than anything, they need a mom and a dad. They need someone that will cheer for them at a ball game. They need someone to throw them a birthday party. They need someone that they can come home to after school and they can tell them, hey, what happened to you today is not the end of the world. They need someone that will support them, help them, care for them, show them, teach them, guide them, help them to sort it all out. They need parents. So let me ask you to do this. Would you just pray about it? I'm not asking you to commit to adoption. But would you be willing to just pray and ask God if that's something that he wants you to do? Or maybe pray about becoming a foster parent. You know, in America, we don't have orphanages. We have foster care. Which the system really is a whole lot better than the orphanage situation. But, you know, foster care is run by the government. Nothing run by the government works all that great. It's certainly far from perfect, okay? So, no, it's an election year. We don't need amens, okay? Y'all just hang on. So anyway, but look, it is, it's an imperfect system. But look, here's the thing. As a foster parent, you have an opportunity to come into a child's life at a very pivotal time where you can have a unique influence on that little boy or that little girl. And maybe help guide them into a way of life, into a way of thinking, and a way of looking at the world that literally could change their lives forever. So, look, would you just pray about it? Just pray and ask God if, if that's for you. And if it is, would, then would you start that process to start moving down that road? Just, just pray about it. Would you do that? Alright, here's the second thing that we can do. second thing that we can do is this is find a way to get involved with orphans. I need to find a way to get involved. I mean, part of our problem is in America is that we just don't have exposure to orphans. So we don't really understand their needs. Now, there's a couple of organizations that I'm familiar with that do great work with orphans. I want to tell you a little bit about each of them. The first one is uh, Orphan Hope International. And I'll put their, their name and their web address there for you in your bulletin. Uh, Orphan Open International, our church has done some things with them in the past. This is a group that is specifically focused on helping orphans in foreign countries. And right now they're specifically focused on helping orphans in the country of Colombia. Um, that you can with that organization you can take mission trips down to columbia to visit orphanages and help them out um, they've got a program where you can get involved to help orphans without actually having to go through the whole adoption process they sponsor safe houses so when these kids age out of an orphanage they have a place to go and don't have to just simply live on the street i mean they do a lot a lot of really good work so if you want to get involved contact them and figure out and see what it would take for you to get involved and help them here's another group Another group, is the second one listed there, it's Still Creek Ranch. And their address is, uh, web address is stillcreekranch.org. This is a great organization. Um, They uh, work with up to 40 kids at a time. And they provide them food, clothing, shelter, education, and Christ. I mean, it is an an amazing, amazing organization. Um, And they help kids that are in desperate situations. They help kids whose parents won't take care of them or can't take care of them or don't want to take care of them. And so the truth is, is that these kids, um, they're they're not technically orphans because you can't adopt them, but they're in a very orphan-like situation because their parents aren't a part of their lives at all. And so really their situation is worse because they know that they'll never be adopted. And so I actually went to Still Creek Ranch this week, and I sat down with the director, Steve Singleton, and talked to him about what we at Parkway Fellowship could do to help them and to learn more about the ranch. So I want you to watch this video, and then gonna come back and make some comments about it. I'm here at Still Creek Ranch uh, with Steve Singleton, the director of the ranch, and uh, we are actually standing in front of the fireplace at the boys' home where they house eight boys that live in in this home at Still Creek Ranch with two house parents. Um, Now, Steve, we've been talking all afternoon long about Still Creek and what you do and the success right here, but when kids graduate out of Still Creek Ranch, um, you had told me that there were three things that you wanted to make sure that were a part of their life that were measures of success for your ranch. So, what, what were those three things? Well,
2: basically, of course, as you know, it's first to know Christ. We want them to know Christ because no matter what they go through in life, if they know Christ, then that's out of the way. We want that to be taken care of. It's incorporated it in everything we do. Number two would be that they're good at something because we want them to believe in themselves. We want them to know that Christ believes in them and they believe in themselves. So, we give them a talent, we give them a trade. And uh, finally, it would be their education. We're a fully accredited school. We have kids that go on here to higher education, to great universities here in Texas. Blinn College here in town offers a full scholarship. For any of our kids coming out of our Still Creek program successfully, they automatically are offered a uh, scholarship. Steve, one of the coolest things about Still Creek
1: is that uh, it's a ranch. I mean, it is a working, working ranch. ranch. That's sure. right. So, uh, why do you feel like that um, is so vital? in
2: helping these kids um, move on successfully in life we want to be productive we want to see what hard work will do we want to have a skill we want to be able to fix a fence and they can these guys can fix a fence they can muck a stall they can weld they can do all these things they can work with a horse which is probably the most fantastic thing take a 1200 pound horse and lead it around it was is one of the greatest things that gives them encouragement, gives them hope and confidence. Why do you think
1: um, a bond between uh, a kid and a horse is so important for a kid?
2: Our horses bring smiles back to the kids better than anything that we do. And we, we're very spiritual here, but the horse opens that door that we would otherwise wouldn't be open. We get their smile back working with the horses, and then we can share with them about Christ in a much more effective way.
1: All these kids that I met this morning seem so incredibly happy and well-adjusted, that kind of thing. But I know that's not how you get them.
2: No, it's not how we get them.
1: Right, tell me about how, how, how do
2: you address that? When we they address it. we have a whole behavior management program, and it's is very extensive. But basically, do um, three, three things, prayer, diet, and structure. We sit in their chairs and pray. It makes such a difference. When we talk about a staff meeting every Wednesday, guys, are you getting in their rooms when the kids are at school? Are you going about your day? Are you walking in the room and sitting in the room and sitting on their bed and praying for that kid? And that is a, that's the a most powerful thing we do is when we sit in their chair. We call it sitting in their chair, praying in their chair. We don't really focus a lot on changing the kids. We focus a lot on our side of the input. What do we put in? Because we can't change a kid, really. They have to choose it. To choose. But what are we giving? What are we presenting to them every time? What are yeah. we presenting to them as... Um, what is our part of the equation? We focused a lot on our part of the equation. The thing I like about Still Creek Ranch is that it truly is a
1: Christ centered organization. And I'm so thankful that God has provided a place for these kids to come when, truthfully, they had nowhere else to go. And so now we have a chance as a church to step in and meet some real needs for real kids in a real meaningful way. And so God has now given us the opportunity to reach out to them and be used by him to continue to change their lives, literally, for years to come. You know, Still Creek Ranch, uh, I forgot to mention this. I mean, it's located in Bryan College Station. I mean, it is an hour and 15 minutes from here. I mean, it is so close. You you cannot believe it. And, uh, you know, if you get the chance to be involved with this organization, I'm telling you, it's unlike any other organization I've, been a, I've ever seen or been exposed to. I mean, in that place, it is an anointed place. If you get the chance to go and take your family up there to see it and be a part and help out, you absolutely should. Without a doubt, you absolutely should. Okay? So what's the third thing that we can do to help orphans? This is a big deal. Provide clothes for growing kids. One of the biggest needs for orphans, specifically at Still Creek Ranch is the need for new clothes for growing kids. Most of the time when these kids come to the ranch, I mean, their parents either can't take care of them or won't take care of them. And so they just drop them off at the ranch. Or the sheriff rescues these kids out of a horribly abusive situation and drops them off at the ranch. And so when these kids come, most of the time, they don't have, they, don't, they come with nothing. They come with just what they're wearing. And that's it. And... This is a working ranch. I mean, these kids wear out their clothes, especially their shoes or their boots, very, very quickly. And not to mention that, these kids are growing. I mean, it's not like they can just be like, make it work for a little bit longer. I mean, they, they grow out of this stuff. And so, what can we do? We can help provide them some clothes, and especially shoes or especially boots, that can help them. I mean, when... I asked the folks at Still Creek, I said, hey, what would be the most meaningful thing Parkway Fellowship could do to help your ranch? They said, if we could provide enough new clothes for each kid at our ranch to have just four complete sets of clothes, that would be incredible for us. It's like four? Really? Four sets. I wonder, how many complete sets of clothes do we have in our closet right now? Seriously, how many complete sets of clothes do you have in your closet for you right now? And we walk to our closet and we say, I don't have a thing to wear. (laughs) Really? And, And so, look, God is giving us, He's giving us. A chance to provide one set. One. If every family in this church would provide one complete set of clothes. Then we would be able to gather enough clothes to clothe every kid on the ranch and... Let them have a stockpile of clothes that would last perhaps even up to a year. So that way when a child grows out of some clothes, all they got to do is go to the storehouse and pull out a whole nother set. Or when a new kid comes to the ranch, they can just pull out four sets real quick and go, hey, here you go. And they don't have to worry about it any longer. I mean, it would be an incredible thing. And in preparation for this project, um, we asked the kids at Still Creek Ranch if they would write a letter to our church to tell us a little bit about them and their situation. Because remember, part of our problem is that we just are never exposed over us. We don't really understand where they've come from or where they've been or what's going on in their lives or what their needs are. So I'm going to share with you. I mean, I have a whole folder full of pictures and, and letters. But I want to share with you just a few this morning. And they asked that um, I not share their names because of you know, um, confidentiality reasons. Uh, Or associate their picture with a story So I, I have to leave that part of it out But all of these letters come from kids that were in the video that you saw just a few moments ago Here's the first one Dear Parkway Fellowship Hi guys, my name is blank I'm a 13 year old girl And just moved to Still Creek about four weeks ago I came to Still Creek due to some unfortunate circumstances with my family I've had a pretty rough family life My mom's on her seventh marriage, which is hard enough to deal with, but I had to move here because my stepdad did some wrong things to me and is under investigation for sexual assault. This is not the first time it's happened. I had to go to the hospital when I was five because of the second stepdad doing the same things. Needless to say, I'm really glad to be at Still Creek where I finally feel safe. I was an all-American cheerleader and got invited to nationals in Orlando, Florida before I came to the ranch. I love sports and really miss cheerleading. I started riding horses and I'm enjoying it, but my passion is sports. I appreciate you guys considering Still Creek Ranch as one of your outreaches. I just received a letter from my mom saying I could never come back home and it would be better if I didn't call because of my stepdad. So it looks, I'll be, looks like I'll be here a while, which really isn't a bad thing. Thanks again for your help. And I'd love to meet you guys sometime. Big smiles. She signs her name. Dear Parkway Fellowship, my name is Blank. I'm a 13-year-old girl. This is my second time to be at Still Creek. I've been here a total of four years. My dad drives a truck and was never at home, so while he was gone, my stepmother and stepbrother would beat me. I was in and out of a lot of different hospitals with broken bones and bruises. My dad came and got me last summer for a few months, and while he was on the road, my stepmom and stepbrother beat me again, and I wound up in the hospital with a lot of bruises and black eyes. The sheriff called Still Creek, and they came and got me. I'm so thankful for this place and the people because they saved my life. I got my smile back. I love to ride horses and to fish. At Still Creek, I get all that and more. My horse's name is Dinah, and she's a sweetheart. I'm really attached to her. I've gotten to be in horse shows with her, and I placed third twice and fourth once. I like to take walks and go out by the water and admire the view. It gives me some time to myself where I can think and talk to God. I love fashion and all things glamour. I never had much growing up, but Still Creek has given me a new chance, and people like you are why we exist. Thanks so much for supporting us, and we're blessed to have you in our lives always. And she signs her name. Dear Parkway Fellowship, my name is Blank, and I'm a 14-year-old guy. I've been a resident of Still Creek Ranch for four months. I came to the ranch for two reasons. Number one, because me and my dad's relationship was not the best in the world. And number two, because I got in tons of trouble at school. I've done community service twice. I've gotten two citations and been in alternative schools twice. When I was three, my mom left me to go party, and me and my sister cried every night. Thank you for helping our ranch. We really appreciate what you're doing for me and others at the ranch. Dear Parkway Fellowship, this is from a boy. My name is blank. I've lived here for four years. I came to the ranch because I was doing bad at school and stealing. My life was very rough before I came to Still Creek. My mom and dad are separated and my mom's doing fine. I don't care about my dad. My dad's a dopehead and doesn't care what the law says about it. I love to weld and to ride horses. I love to weld crosses together. They're made out of horseshoes. I love to watch people know how to weld so that I can get better. Thank you for your help at the Boys and Girls Ranch. Sincerely. And he signs his name. Dear Parkway Fellowship, my name is, and I'm a 13 year old little girl. I came to Still Creek last December. I had a really rough home life since my dad died a few years ago. My mom's boyfriend molested me beginning about a week after we moved in and my mom started drinking a lot. And when she got drunk, she would beat me. I tried running away a couple of times to get away from my mom's boyfriend, but my mom would always call the police on me. I told the police what was going on, but they didn't believe me because my mom's boyfriend is a police officer. He kicked me out of the house after I told, and I'm not allowed to ever come back. I love to ride horses a lot. I ride two different horses, Angel and Black and White. Angel fell on me once, so I don't really like to ride her anymore. (laughs) I also like to play sports. Softball and track are my favorites, and also did the high jump. I'm a cowgirl at heart and love the ranch and all the horses. Thanks so much for helping us out. I wouldn't have a safe place to live without people like you. You're an answer to prayer. I look forward to meeting you someday. See you soon. And she signs her name. (sighs) Look. I mean. Jesus died for kids like this. And so now it's our time. To step up. And help these kids out. By providing just one. Complete set of clothes. For each of them. I mean that's it. I mean would you be willing to do that? Look. And I know it's going to cost you some money. But take the money. That you would normally spend on yourself this month. To buy more clothes for yourself. That you're not going to wear. And buy a a set of clothes. For a kid. That really needs it. And I wonder. I wonder what it would tell each of these kids who have felt so unloved and so rejected and so so uncared about. I wonder what it would tell them about God. And I wonder what it would tell them about Christians, about Christ's followers. If in literally this weekend, when they, or this week when they got all the clothes from our church, I wonder what it would tell them about God if every one of them got four brand new sets of clothes and there were enough clothes in the stockpile that when they grew out of these, they knew there'd be something else waiting for them. I mean, I wonder what it would tell them about God and about other Christ followers. And so now it's our turn. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to pull out your connection card. I want you to hold it right next to your message notes. And I want you to check the next step or steps that you're willing to take today based on this. Here's the thing. Here's number one. I commit to bring one complete outfit of clothes for a child at Still Creek Ranch to the foyer of Parkway Fellowship today between 1 and 8. And there are going to be people here waiting for you. Or on Monday from 8 to 8. And after that, it's going to be over. Now, here's the thing. Outside in the foyer... There are stacks of these profiles, okay? It tells you just a little bit about each kid. It doesn't tell you like all the bad stuff because they, they asked us not to share that. But it tells you all the good stuff that's going on in their life right now, okay? And these initials at the top are not their initials. We just assigned them a random code so that we could know who it was. But there's a picture on it, and it tells you their clothing sizes and the colors that they like, okay? So take one of these, go to the store, buy their stuff, and bring it back. When you come back, there will be containers out here, and each kid's picture will be on a container. Just take those clothes that are for that kid, and the person will be here will help you. But you're going to put them in the container, and then we're going to take all those containers up to Still Creek this week. Okay, so that's how this is going to go down. All right? So make sure you get one of these on your way out today. And they're just out there randomly, so just pick one. It doesn't matter, okay? Just pick them, one well, if you could, please. And by the way, don't go to your closet at home and get a bunch of ratty clothes and bring them up. These kids already feel secondhand. Don't do that. Don't Just don't do that. I don't think Jesus would. I think Jesus would do what it took to get them some new clothes. So can we do that too? All right, here's the second next step. I'll come to Parkway Fellowship at 9 a.m. on Tuesday, April 23rd, that's Tuesday this week, to help load all the donated goods onto a truck for Still Creek Ranch. And here's the thing you can even caravan and go up there with us. And Still, uh, Still Creek doesn't have a truck, so we're taking some sort of truck thing ourselves. And if you wanna go and just see it, it's an hour and 15 minutes away. I'm telling you, it'll be the best day you've spent. And yes, you can bring your kids if you want to, okay? Here's the thing here, number three sign me up to be contacted about future projects at Still Creek painting, light construction, et cetera. They're kind of getting together a bunch of projects that maybe we could do to actually physically help their ranch so they don't have to spend any more money. And and they're not ready to go yet. So if you want to sign up, and then once they're in place, we'll email you and let you know. And if you can work at your schedule, awesome. Okay, so if that's something you want information about, we'll put you on a list, and we'll be emailing you here in the next couple months about that, okay? How about number four? I commit to play in the Still Creek Ranch Charity Golf Tournament, on June 25th at Cypress Wood Golf Club, it's right by Bush Intercontinental Airport, okay? If you check that, I will email, email you a link to their uh, registration form for the golf tournament. Man, it'll be cool. I mean, what a great thing. Play golf and raise money to help kids like this. How about this next one? I will start to pray about adoption or becoming a foster parent. Just, Would you want just to pray? Not commit, just to pray. See what God says. This next one. I want to become a Christ follower today for the first time in my life. You know, maybe you've been thinking about this for a couple weeks. I mean, maybe even since Easter, you've been thinking about taking that step to ask Christ to come into your heart. And if you've never done that before, there's a sample prayer at the bottom of your message notes. Just pray that prayer right now and ask Jesus Christ to come into your life to forgive you for your sins and follow him with the rest of your life. And on your way out, pick up a new believer packet. They're on a little table just outside, just before you walk out of each of these doors. Grab one. But check the box so I can mail you some free information about how to get started. The last one. I'll memorize James 1, 27. Religion that, our, that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless as this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress. Would you memorize it? Let me pray for you as uh, Pat and the worship team come back up. Father... I first just want to say thanks for putting Still Creek Ranch literally an hour and 15 minutes from here. I mean, you could have put it anywhere, but you put it right literally on our back doorstep. And so I ask that you would help us, God, to have compassion, not just for the kids at Still Creek, but really for orphans everywhere. They would not just remain a faceless silhouette, but Lord, that you would help us to... um, to do something, to get involved, to help these kids who don't have anybody helping them. And Lord, that for those in this room, God, that you would one day call to be adoptive parents or foster parents, God, I ask that you would use that to bring the biggest blessing in their lives that they could ever imagine. Not to mention a huge blessing and a fresh start for a kid who needs it more than anything. So Lord, help us to be used by you to
0: change the lives of these kids. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. Our prayer is that God has given you at least one next step to take today in your walk with Christ. For more information about Parkway Fellowship or to contact us, visit www.parkwayfellowship.com To talk with a pastor about becoming a Christ follower for the first time, You can call our offices at 832-222-9282.